0: Last time
1: on Star Trek: The Continuing Mission.
0: This is the captain speaking. A dilithium refinery has come under attack from Klingon forces. Why would the
2: Klingons risk an all-out conflict at this time?
0: I don't know. Klingons don't normally use such subversive tactics. Drop us to impulse. I want to have a look around before we enter the lion's den.
3: Federation frigate approaching on impulse power, commander. Status of enemy vessel? They are not prepared for battle. Sir,
2: a Romulan bird of prey is decloaking off our starboard bow. Z minus one thousand meters.
0: The basic maneuvers bring us about.
3: The main energizer's been hit, sir.
0: Take us away from the planet as if we're leaving, and then bring us around. Ramming speed.
2: Sir, the Romulan ship is once again entering weapons range. It's a collision course.
0: Plummer, fire a full spread of photon torpedoes.
1: The Romulan warship has been disabled, Captain. But there is an energy buildup like nothing I've ever seen. There is a highly localized distortion directly ahead. It seems to be some sort of gravidic sink anomaly. The distortion is increasing in magnitude, Captain.
2: We're being pulled inside. Warning, structural integrity failure in 45 seconds. Report. We appear to be caught in some kind of energy matrix. Instruments are going crazy.
0: Divert power to the warp Cells. Try to break us out.
1: The distortion appears to be closing in on itself.
0: Where the hell are we?
2: Sir, there's a vessel approaching bearing 305 mark 210.
1: I'm Captain Klein of the Federation starship Yorktown. What the hell is going on? This is going to come as a bit of a shock, Captain. Are you aware of what year this is?
4: Interested in supply problems. The third fleet must be rearmed immediately. I will not have it idle one hour longer. My lord, the resources are not. If you wish to keep your tongue, I suggest you find an alternate solution. I give you one hour. Yes, my lord. Immediately. Enter.
5: General Kaleg.
4: Logar. My old friend, join me.
5: I trust the war goes well for
4: you. All the military now prizes bureaucracy over honor and a taste of glory. I'm going to find an airlock large enough for every bureaucrat in the Imperial fleet. And when they die, I shall lead the Klingon people to their greatest victory since Kalis slew Moro the Fall of the Righteous
1: Federation.
5: (laughs) You have always had Kaelas' spirit, old friend. But the time of war with the Federation was long ago. My purpose today is not to reminisce with you. I bring news of great importance.
4: Explain.
5: A listening outpost in the Barra system has intercepted a Federation transmission. A Starfleet warship has been found in the Epsilon sector and escorted to one of their star bases. The ship bore the markings of the Montana.
4: How can this be?
5: The outpost reported the ship was brought forward to this time, from over 70 years in the past.
4: Then Edward survives? Yes, my old
5: friend. EDWARD! The humans will no doubt relegate him to a museum. If he's lucky, they will take pity and allow him to ferry tourists across the surface of their moon.
4: Edwards and his crew are honorless. They destroyed a Klingon medical ship with over 1,000 of our best warriors.
5: That was long ago, in another time, another place. The evidence of Edwards' involvement was never confirmed.
4: You and I know in our hearts that it was Edwards. I long for the days of old this accursed peace before Gorkhan and his ilk robbed this empire of the glory that is every Klingon's birthright. Hear me well, for I shall say it to you once. Captain Paul Edwards must die. This is suicide. This is honor. At last, the empire shall have its revenge on him. How brave warriors who fell that day shall be honoured in the Hall of Heroes when he is within my grasp. I will cut out his heart and he shall watch with his dying breath as I feast upon it, I swear.
5: I cannot allow you to disobey the High Council's peace treaty with the Federation. Ah,
4: draw your disruptor. As you wish. And here is mine. Oh, forgive me, old friend. You died with your weapon drawn, and Stovokor welcomed you. I must follow a different path. This matter is no longer in Chancellor Kimpeck's hands. (laughs) This is General Kalak to the IKS Court. Secure this channel. Yes, my lord. As of this moment, we embark on a mission of the utmost secrecy. Several communications blot a course for federation space immediately. At once, my lord, we shall have our right of vengeance. Today the empire regains its glory. As for Edwards, ah, it will be a good day to die.
0: The final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Montana. The continuing mission to explore strange new worlds. To seek out new life and new civilizations. To boldly go where no crew has gone
1: before. Star Trek, the continuing mission based on Star Trek, created by Gene Roddenberry. Starring Tim Renshaw as Captain Paul Edwards, Patrick McRae as Chief Engineer Jack McGuire, Stephen Perkins as First Officer Darius Locke, Brian Bonner as Security Chief Thomas J. Plummer, Gabriel Diani as Dr. Kyle Wilson, Scott Martinek as Communications Officer Stephen Knight, Etta Devine as Helmsman Susan Palmer. And Tomoko Leonard as science officer Numi Natukov. Executive producers Sebastian Pruth and Andy Tyra.
0: Captain's log, start date 30124.7. Following a meeting with Captain Klein of the USS Yorktown, the Montana has been escorted to Starbase 221. I have fully apprised the crew of our situation, and I'm still finding it hard to believe that we've traveled 72 years into the future. Over the past few days, I can't remember a two-hour stretch where I haven't been contacted by a Starfleet investigator asking one thing or another. The Montana and crew are recovering from our recent battle with the Romulans, and Starfleet teams have come aboard the ship and are currently interviewing the crew and assisting with repairs to the damage we sustained. I have met with the Sector Commander, Admiral Shore, who has informed me that we have been placed into a temporary preventative quarantine until their investigation has been completed.
3: It's been five days now, do you have any idea what's really going on?
0: I don't know. You know as much as I do, Jack, they're keeping their cards pretty close to their chest. This Commander Locke is pretty good at asking the questions, but I haven't gotten any answers from him yet.
3: His questions to me were all business. He did let slip that we're apparently at peace with the Klingons now. I I assume he was joking.
0: My interview was slightly different.
3: Meaning what, exactly?
0: He kept using the word cowboys to describe us on our missions.
3: Cowboys?
0: Correct me if I'm wrong, but have you ever seen me put a saddle on the captain's chair?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, what do you ask?
0: There were lots of questions about the time I spent working with Jim Kirk at Starfleet Operations. He also seemed to think we have a habit of firing our phasers first and asking questions later. Frankly, I wonder how the history books have painted us.
3: I'll tell you when they give us computer access.
0: I thought I ordered you to get Dr. Walshlegel working on that.
3: He is, but you know how methodical he can be. So, what else do we know?
0: Their last seven decades are predicated on an entire starship and 300 valued officers. Just being gone. Three quarters of a century is a long time.
3: Well, I've already calculated a slingshot that'll get us home.
0: Jack, you know the protocols on that one.
3: Yes, yes. If we go back into the past, we'll be altering the events of this history, and that's something Starfleet would never allow.
0: I thought I would only have to take the Kobayashi Maru test once. It looks like I'm due for another round. Bridge.
6: Computer, begin recording.
1: Affirmative.
2: Blummer, Thomas J., rank Lieutenant Commander, Serial Number 27-B8619, Current Position Executive Officer, USS Montana.
6: Commander, I am here to investigate the incident that brought you to the here and now. From the ship's log, I believe you were on the bridge at the time of the incidents in orbit of Jaeger Outpost.
2: That's correct, sir. I was at Tactical.
6: How long have you served aboard the Montana?
2: Just over three years now, depending on how you look at it.
6: And is it your opinion that the destruction of the Romulan vessel precipitated the formation of the temporal rift that brought you here?
2: Yes, sir. The ship's sensors registered an unknown buildup within the enemy vessel, and seconds later the warbird exploded. We were caught in the shockwave, a distortion erupted
6: ahead of the ship, and we were pulled through. Thank you. Prior to the engagement at Jaeger outpost, did the Montana cross into the Klingon Neutral Zone at any point?
2: No, sir. We were nowhere near the Neutral Zone. We were at least a sector away, why do you ask?
6: Just a few loose ends for Starfleet to tie up. Thank you, Commander. I think I have everything I need. Computer, and recording.
1: End
2: recording. <laughs> that's it.
6: Actually, Commander, there is one more thing. I know it's not in your official record, but I have to ask. Is it true that you pulled off the Nova Burst Maneuver with a Constitution-class starship?
2: (laughs) Ha ha ha! Guilty as charged. If you don't mind me saying, you seem very familiar with my record, sir.
6: Have you ever heard of Amelia Earhart?
2: Yeah, of course. She was a hero.
6: Commander, the Montana and her crew is our Amelia Earhart. I... I don't know what to say. You don't have to say anything, but... may I shake your hand? Of course. It's not every day you get to meet a living legend. You're dismissed. Aye, sir. Locked Admiral Shore.
7: Shore here, go ahead.
6: I've concluded my interviews with their senior staff. I have the answers you're looking for.
7: Beam back to the starbase. We have some decisions to make.
6: Acknowledged. Ah, Mr. Knight. I will be returning to the Starbase. Hi, sir. I will inform the captain. Thank you. I would appreciate that. Do you have any updates? I'm afraid I'm not at liberty to tell him anything at the moment. I have a meeting with Admiral Shore to discuss the situation. Hopefully, he should be notified shortly of the outcome. I'll let the captain know. Of course. And thank you once again, Lieutenant, for the tour. It's been most enlightening. It's not every day you get to meet a piece of history face-to-face. Hi. Starbase 221. This is Commander Locke. One to beam back to operations. This is Starbase 221. We're locked onto your position. Energize.
7: at Starbase
4: 221 within five hours. Five hours? Five hours be damned. What is this, a garbage scow? Increase speed to warp nine. Engineering reports, we are already at maximum efficiency. Then they're not efficient enough. Yes, my lord. It shall be done. Excellent. There will be nowhere for Edwards to run this time.
7: So how many hand phasers did you see on that ship, Commander? No more than I thought they needed. Commander Locke, your job was to determine if these 23rd century frontiersmen are fit to integrate into our 24th century era of peace and diplomacy. I read in your report that you think they are fully capable. Without a question. Which makes me
6: question you. Admiral, with all due respect, There's nothing wrong with that ship or its officers that couldn't be fixed with new uniforms, carpet for deck plates, and a new coat of paint.
7: Commander, I'm not so sure I share your confidence. The past fifty years has amounted to more than deck plates and paint. We've had an ongoing peace with the Klingons, a peace that may be in jeopardy. Jeopardy? What's happened? Starfleet Intelligence reports that yesterday, one of the Klingon Empire's oldest generals went rogue. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. It seems this General Kalag has a personal vendetta with Edwards. You know of the incident with the Empire near the time of the disappearance of the Montana.
6: I know of the crazy allegation that the Montana was responsible for the destruction of a Klingon medical ship. But history, the Klingon government, and now the genuine article, tells us that the Montana was light years away until the distress call from
7: the Jaeger outpost. Kalag remains convinced that the Montana, specifically Captain Edwards, was responsible, even though the Klingon High Council officially accepted the Montana's innocence long ago. Do we know who really attacked the Klingon hospital ship? According to the Klingon records, they chased an attacking vessel back into Federation space towards the Epsilon Sector, where they lost contact with the ship. This has a very familiar ring to it. It sounds to me like what happened to the Montana at
6: Jaeger outpost 70 years ago. The Montana thought it was a Klingon attack, but it wasn't. The Klingons thought that they had been attacked by the Federation, but they weren't. I'd say the same party who attacked the outpost also hit the Klingons. Who would benefit from seeing the Klingons and the Federation
7: at each other's throats, and finally breaking the Organian peace treaty? Seventy years ago, before the Kidamar Accords, It would have been the Romulan Empire. And what did Captain Edwards encounter at Jaeger? A Romulan warship, passing itself off as a Klingon ship. You and I understand this. The Klingon government understands this, but it seems that Kalag didn't get the memo. So he's out to restore his honor by going after Edwards. The Klingon High Council has dispatched a fleet to stop him. But at best speed, they're still a day behind. What are we doing? Starfleet is following protocol to the letter. They have dispatched a diplomatic corps to handle this situation. And if that fails? Commander Locke, this is the 24th century. We are evolved. We are civilized. And compassionate understanding is the greatest tool for conflict resolution that we have. If we turn our backs on that, we might as well all pile into the Montana and go back to the 23rd century.
6: I just wonder how Jim Kirk would have handled this.
7: Commander Locke, Thankfully, we've moved beyond the need for the Jim Kirks, Robert Aprils, and certainly the Paul Edwards. Any questions?
6: No, Admiral. None.
4: Sensors indicate a Federation starship approaching. Let me see it. Yes, my lord. They still run with shields down. Charge weapons? Sensors indicate it is a diplomatic vessel. USS Qatar. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Diplomatic. I'll show them diplomatic. Target their bridge. Full disruptors. We are being hailed. Well, respond. Why not? Utopa, destroy them. Gia.
6: I thought I should start off by saying that Admiral Shore doesn't know I'm here. But I feel that you're being kept in the dark is no longer appropriate. Get to it, Commander. You might
0: have all the time in the world, but we have 72 years of history to catch up on.
6: I was assigned to determine whether the crew of the Montana is still fit for duty while being 80 years out of date. Well, what have you decided then? Can I still hold a hypo spray? Of course, Doctor. I've found nothing that says you were anything but fully capable Starfleet officers. Well, I guess it's time for us to be going, then. Not quite. Have any of you heard of a Klingon called Kalag? No. Why should I? Well, Kalag remembers you. He's now a powerful general in the Klingon Imperial Forces. If I had to
0: recount every Klingon, Romulan, Gorn, Tholian, and bartender that doesn't like me, we'd be here until tomorrow morning. You're going to have to be a bit more specific. He's famous for the incident
3: at Denevis II. Oh, him. Isn't he dead by now? You should know that Klingons live a long time. Not if they're in your (laughs) sickbay.
0: Gentlemen. Commander. Why isn't he dead? I would have thought a Klingon with his attitude would have been murdered in a bar on some forgotten planet long ago.
6: Wow, you guys are amazing. There's a Klingon battleship on the way, bent on destroying you. And instead of panicking, you laugh in the face of your imminent destruction. You guys have guts. Wait a minute, did you mention imminent destruction? We just got here. Kalag is in command of the newest warship, Vorchak class. Completely outguns anything we've got, really. Well, at least until the new Galaxy class comes online.
0: I've been outgunned before. We need to move
6: to intercept. Lieutenant Knight? Don't worry about it. The USS Carter has been dispatched. Our best diplomatic ship. Well, I hope their arsenal isn't diplomatic. Oh, no. Uh, All our diplomatic ships are completely unarmed. That's the point.
0: Okay. We need to break moorings now and hope to hell to get there before they do.
7: Sure to luck. Go ahead, sir. I need to talk to you right now. In private.
6: Captain, where's the head? Just through that door on the left. The
0: one marked HEAD. Thanks.
7: Lock, this situation has just taken a turn for the worse. The Carter is burning in space. The Klingons were not receptive to diplomacy. I've sent the data to your pad.
6: What do we do now? Well, the station has
7: shields and Starfleet has dispatched a small armada. Which will arrive... Let's just hope that our shields hold until they do. Oh, and Commander, keep Edwards out of trouble.
6: Acknowledged. Well... The USS Carter is out of commission. Looks like 24th century diplomacy failed. And? I think it's time for the 23rd century to give it a shot. I'm tired of reading about legends. I'd like to start making them. That's the spirit. Red Alert!
7: Off to Admiral Shore. Go ahead. Sir, sensors indicate the Montana has just gone to Red Alert. Red Alert?! Lock over there. Admiral, Commander Lock beamed over to the Montana an hour ago. I'm on my way. Where's Counselor Detrice? She's here at Ops. Good. We may need her.
0: Mr. Knight, estimated arrival time for the Klingon ship.
5: Based on the information Commander Locke has provided about the time and location of the Carter's destruction, I'd estimate they are three to five minutes away.
0: And the closest Federation ship? You're on it. First things first, we need to break that tractor beam. Jack, what can you do?
3: I've analyzed the tractor beam, and we just don't have the power to shake it.
0: Firing on a Federation starbase isn't exactly what I had in mind. But if needs must, Mr. Plummer, lock phasers on the source of that tractor beam. Ten
6: percent power. And fire! No, wait! There's another option. And what would that be? Will you excuse me while I commit a small act of treason and use my command code to disable the tractor beam? Commander, be my guest.
0: That's what I call 23rd century thinking.
7: Status? Admiral, the tractor beam securing Montana has just been deactivated with Commander Locke's access code. Get it back online now! We can't. We've been locked out. Home control restored,
0: Captain. Good work, Mr. Locke. Ensign Palmer, give us some room to maneuver.
3: Aye, sir. Full impulse.
7: Get Edwards on the screen. Admiral, the Montana is moving away. Edwards, get that ship back here, or I'll rip that captain's chair right out from under you. Why,
6: Admiral, that doesn't sound peaceful, evolved, or diplomatic.
7: There are times for diplomacy, and times for diplomacy to end.
6: Exactly, Admiral. We tried
0: diplomacy, it didn't work. It's time for another approach. Before you file reprimands on all of us, you might consider that Commander Locke probably just saved all our lives. Those Klingons don't want to talk, and we clearly don't have any other options, so you go right up your court, martial, and we're going to go deal with the Klingons.
7: Captain Edwards!
2: Sir, Klingon battle crews are approaching directly ahead.
0: least he's punctual. Hail him.
5: They're hailing us.
0: Good. Let's see what he wants. General Kalag. Ah, oh,
4: I see you remember me, Captain.
0: Actually, General, I don't remember you, as we've never met. From what I've been told, well over 50 years ago, it was proven that the Montana had nothing to do with the destruction of the hospital ship. History is
4: written by the fitness upon the souls of my ancestors and the great ghost of Camus himself, I swear, Edwards, I will kill you!
0: Mute speakers. Gladly, sir. Is that a knife? Lucky, we're five kilometers away.
6: So what's the plan, Captain?
0: Actually, I hadn't gotten that far in my strategy. I suppose here in the 24th century, you guys come up with your strategies days in advance before they don't work for you. How'd you guess? On speakers.
4: Of your children will flood the gates of Stonekor. Do you understand everything I've told you?
0: Yes, every word. Ah, then you agree to
4: beam to my ship and deal with this warrior to warrior, as it is meant to be.
0: I accept your terms.
4: Prepare to beam aboard. It's
0: not exactly the outcome you expected, I take it. You can say that again, sir. Tom, your phaser. Yes, Captain. I believe it's time for some of that famous 23rd century cowboy diplomacy y'all keep talking about.
4: I see you come with weapon drawn. This is the first decision of yours I can respect. As you can see, my crew and I are quite prepared. I came here to talk, man to man. Captain, 72 years ago, your ship slaughtered over 1,000 of the Empire's bravest warriors. You are here to finally face the consequences of your actions. We did no such thing. Where's your evidence? It was my vessel which intercepted the distress signal of the Nagab and chased your ship back into Federation space.
0: My ship? I hate to disappoint you, General, but we were nowhere near Klingon territory. The
4: weapon signature of the attacking vessel was of Federation origin. Your ship was the closest to that sector. Do you deny this?
0: Well, let me tell you something. That's exactly the same tactic the Romulans used against us in the Epsilon sector. They were masking their weapon signature as Klingon. When we discovered them, their destruction created the rift that brought us here.
4: A pleasant fiction, Captain. If you're done, justice beckons. General, we're both armed.
0: You're aiming at me, I'm aiming at you. Care to wager which one of us has the quickest trigger finger?
4: Oh, What matters if I should fall in battle? My warriors have their orders to destroy the enemy of the Klingon Empire. I see. Tell me, Captain, do you believe in an afterlife? What What's happening? My weapon, it's powerless. My phaser isn't working either. No, oh, it's hot to the touch. Is this another one of your Federation tricks, Edward, This isn't my doing. My eyes!
1: What is it? It's so bright. Such terrible, inconceivable savagery.
6: I cannot allow you to harm one another.
4: Who are you to intrude on my bridge?
6: I am Berein of Organia.
3: I have been charged with monitoring your actions.
0: The Organians? Of course. You established the first peace the Federation and the Klingons ever knew.
4: Ah, yes, a dark time for this empire. A race of pacifists. A race of sheep. The godlike meddlers who forced their will upon us. These are sheep. I hate to meet their wolves. Couldn't you have at least waited until I killed this Federation dog?
6: Your actions will have long-lasting effects. One hundred years of war, death, and destruction on a massive scale.
4: Glorious.
6: General Calec, Edward speaks truth. It was the Romulans who attacked your medical ship. Just as it was the Romulans who destroyed Yika Outpost. It is to them that you should direct your quest for justice. Captain Edwards, we brought you to this point in time to help prevent a catastrophe of cosmic proportions.
0: Look, I'm not happy about being a pawn in your game. Nor am I. What are your intentions?
4: I have done what was needed. And now that
6: I have revealed the past, the future, is in your hands.
0: Well seems like we've been forced into peace whether we like it or not
4: Ah, I do not share your sense of closure in this situation death to the butcher of Silgona
3: I am the first officer of this vessel. I was under orders to shoot the enemy of the Klingon Empire. That enemy now lies dead at our feet. Kalag died without honor. Anyone who would challenge the wisdom of the Organians is the true enemy of my people. It seems that
0: Kalag's rage and anger overcame his sense of discipline, and the true honor of battle escaped him.
3: Captain, you showed the bravery of a true warrior by coming here alone. We will meet again in battle. I, for one, hope we'll be fighting
0: for the same cause. Agreed. Captain's log, Stardate 30126.5. With a sense of relief, the Klingon vessel has withdrawn back into the neutral zone. We have finally received clearance for entry into Starbase 221 and have been granted open access to its facilities. Many of my crew have requested time to contact their friends and family. 72 years is a long time. My hopes and wishes go out to them all. Accompanied by Commander Locke, I am now on my way for a debriefing session with Admiral Shore to discuss the future of the Montana and her crew.
7: Captain Edwards, I have to say I am less than happy with the way this situation was handled.
0: We were trained to explore and protect the Federation. We were simply carrying out our duty.
7: Edwards, if I had my way... The only thing you'd be exploring is a Federation prison, right after you, Locke, and your entire crew were hauled up on charges for theft, destruction of Starfleet property, and gross insubordination. The President of the Federation and the Chancellor of the Klingon High Council feel differently. It is only on their hearty insistence that you and your crew be reinstated to active duty here in the 24th century. Effective immediately after the refit of the Montana.
0: Give us six weeks back at the Academy, and we'll be good to go.
7: I wouldn't be quite so eager. Due to growing crisis in Sector 213 and the border conflicts with the Cardassians, we need all of the ships and crew we can get. And trust me, Captain Edwards, I'll make sure the Montana is on the very front line.
0: Sounds like we'll be right at home.
7: As for you, Commander Locke... Since you seem to have such an affinity for the 23rd century, and since the Montana will need a liaison to the modern era, you are now officially reassigned to serve aboard her in the capacity of executive officer.
0: Admiral, Tom Plummer has been the best XO I've ever had, and
7: he's already with us. Tom Plummer, as first officer, should have prevented the captain from committing an act of insurrection he should have prevented a near stranger from hijacking the Montana's computer to corrupt the starbase control system. Therefore, as of this star date, he will have the opportunity to reflect upon his choices from the less glamorous position of security chief. I understand this personnel shift may cause certain strange feelings aboard the Montana, and you as a Betazoid will be more acutely aware of them than anyone else. I am sure you will find it a most fascinating challenge. I see. Besides, the Federation president sees it as quite the pro-motion, and he insisted upon it. Now, if you gentlemen have no further business, I suggest you get back to your ship. There's a 72-year refit awaiting you. That'll be all.
0: Thank you, sir.
6: Sir. Captain, this is the assignment of a lifetime, but what about Commander Plummer?
0: Commander Plummer is 140 years old, mister. He won't be doing backflips. But knowing Tom, as I do, I'm sure he'll adjust to the situation. Sir. As for you, Mr. Locke, if you're going to serve aboard my ship, then there's one thing you need to remember. Treat her like a lady, and she'll always bring you home.
3: Commander, do you hear me? Commander, Valar, do you hear me? Thank the Praetor, you are alive. The ship has crash-landed. Our position is unknown. We are the only survivors I have encountered so far. I have activated the emergency distress beacon. Our forces will no doubt arrive in time. Do you hear me, Valar? Until they arrive, we must survive. There is much work to be done. We shall fly amongst the stars once more, I promise you. And when we do, we shall finally see the fall of the Federation.
1: Star Trek the Continuing Mission, based on Star Trek, created by Gene Roddenberry. Executive Producers, Sebastian Prouth and Andy Tyra. Co-produced by Patrick McRae. Directed by Sebastian Proof. Written by Sebastian Prooth, Patrick McRae, and Andy Tyra. Editing, engineering, and mixing by Andy Tyra. Featuring music by Jerry Goldsmith, Dennis McCarthy, Alexander Courage, Jay Chanaway, and Cliff Eidelman. Starring Corinne Tanti as female Starfleet officer. Ship's computer voice provided by Sherilyn Lambeck. Star Trek is a copyrighted trademark of CBS Paramount Television, all rights reserved. The use of any Star Trek-related material in Star Trek The Continuing Mission is not meant to be an infringement on CBS Paramount Television's property rights. For the latest news and details about upcoming episodes, visit the official website at continuingmission.com.